Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi guys, welcome to Full Time Devils. I am Adam McCola. He is Laurie Whitwell from The Athletic. And this is Talking United with The Athletic. Now remember, before we go into this great conversation with Laurie, you can get a subscription with The Athletic. The link is in the description below. So get on it if you haven't already. You'll get a range of great articles about Manchester United, about Premier League football, about the world of football. And I even see there's like NFL and different things on there as well. So it's got loads on there. So make sure you're checking that out. But now that's out of the way, me and Larry can have a chat. Welcome to Full Time Devils, Larry. Thanks did, for joining Adam. us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm good. Um, how's, how's, how's life been during the international break? It's been... A little bit of a quiet one. Yeah, no, uh, different for me. Uh, I cover Wales as well for the paper. Obviously, with Ryan Giggs being there and Dan James, keeping an eye on them. Um, so I went down to Cardiff on Friday for the game um, against Azerbaijan. Close one, 2-1 win in the end. So Giggs was happy. Um, and I, then, I saw Giggs out was actually trending. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, um, I, I, I think he deserves time and, and patience. Um, I think the, the, the problem he had, obviously, was that some fans in Wales never quite took to him as a player given all the, the, the pull-outs that sometimes he had with Fergie being his manager um, so I think they sort of fighting a little bit of a battle on that front anyway and I suppose there's been a lot of time that he's had now and some fans are, are wondering you know uh, about the direction of the team but then you look at the, the, the group and you know Azerbaijan held Croatia to a draw I last watched night. that game yesterday yeah it's, 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 the, the keeper was uh, the keeper was immense for Azerbaijan right, right. Like, it could have been 3 or 4 nil to Croatia after the first 10 minutes um, after Modric got scored the penalty, but after that, they scored two goals which were disallowed for offside, and then they actually the goal. Did you see their goal? No, it was like it was like yet. Messi was running through there at one point. <laughs> so the fact Wales beat them, mm. it, it should 
could be looked at as a good result? I think, listen, if they, if they win their home games and then, you know, I think they need to go and win in Baku probably, maybe also get something out of the Slackier game away. They've got a real good chance. Like, it's, it's certainly not over. Because they have got some tricky away games Yeah, they've got, still got to go. Well, they had Croatia-Hungary back-to-back in June away, um, which were obviously two losses, which is, which is what prompted this kind of perhaps mm. un- unease about gigs. But I just think he's, he's had a difficult run. He's not had Ramsey fit at all for any of this. Brooks is out still trying to fit um, you know his team into the right shape um, you know Bale is he going to be a centre forward I don't think that's exactly mm-hmm. where he wants to be playing um, so it's difficult he's got to, a few different things to manage but he's brought on quite a few players Joe Roden played um, Swansea centre back he looks really good on the ball um, so he's brought him through he's given a lot of debuts to players so I don't know I quite like what he's doing Daniel James scored a fantastic goal against uh, Bulgaria as well mm-hmm. uh, that was a friendly um, great goal for him um, continuing his form um, for, for, for club and country um, what has his international break been like? Do you think it's been good for him to kind of just maintain that level of performance? Yeah, certainly. I mean, the goal last night, I think, will only just you know keep his confidence sky high. From Similar to his goal against Southampton. It's crazy, isn't it? That he's already seems to have got this sort of trademark goal where he, you know, from the left, shooting across goal. Obviously, that was the case against... Um, the spirit of Robin, Palace. is it? Yeah, well, that is it. I've, <laughs> I've seen somebody say that. They check back in and, and, and curl. They've all been different finishes. I mean, the Southampton one was a bit of a, a, a smack, wasn't it, mm. really? The uh, the Crystal Palace one was a curler, and then this one was so finessed. This it was one. placed. It was yeah, almost like he was holding beautiful. the trigger button on, yeah, yeah, on the PlayStation. 100%, yeah. Yeah, so I, so I think I, you know I've been really impressed with the way he's taken to life at United because he only had one season at Swansea. I, I didn't expect this kind of end product from him so soon. Fifteen million pounds as well, and mm. it's hard to get that kind of mm. the value in the market. Um, do you think you know at twenty-one years old, what can he go on and become? Um, how is he regarded in Wales? Uh, do they see him as someone that can go on to the heights of, of Bale or Giggs or? Is there not that kind of hype around him? No, I think with his pace, you've always got that uh, edge to him. You know, he he can you know obviously destroy defenses if mm. if, the, if they give him too much space. If he gets one on one with them, so that is a high potential ceiling that he's got there. And as you say, he's only twenty one. You speak to so many people, and everybody comes back with the opinion that he's humble, that he works hard, that he's, he's improving his game. Technically, maybe he has a little bit more to do, but then again. You know he's got he's in the right place to improve. You know it'd be around world class players mm. at United, whereas he had one season at Swansea who were really good at bringing him on. Um, but I think that will just accelerate United even further. I, I, I'm really excited by him. I think the fact that United got him for that that much money is a real bargain. Takes the pressure off him yeah. as well a little yeah. bit. I know footballers say they don't care about transfer fees, and I'm sure some love it when they go for huge fees because it enhances their reputation. Mm. But coming in without that huge fee takes the pressure off him a bit as well. Yeah, certainly. I mean, Solskjaer sort of talked about that and said, listen, maybe he's never going to be a £70 million player, which, you know, kind of, again, just takes the pressure off. You know, it doesn't... I don't think he was expected to have this kind of impact, but obviously United are happy because if he hadn't had this kind of impact, you know, you kind of do fear for the actual results, um, albeit some of, the, some of the performances have been, be- have been better than the results. But I think he's a real good option to have... I think on the left seems to be his, his, his mm. preference. I know he started on the right um, in his first game, um, but it seems that, that that ability to cut in and, and finish is a real attribute for him. He seems to fit in with, like, I know there's a lot of doom and gloom around United mm. at the moment, but we even look at Mason Greenwood, yeah. play for the 21s against Turkey. I know he didn't score, but a lot of people said he changed the game for them when he came on. He came on when they were losing 2-1, when it changes the round. There is a lot of exciting young players. Mm. There are rather a lot of exciting young players coming through at United, and Mason's a, another one of them as well. What, what have you made of him during this international break? Do you think the step up 
has been good for him to the 21s. Yeah, so I was at um, the game in Hull last night. He came on for the last 30 minutes. Um, didn't really have anything to do. He, he sort of had a couple of efforts from sort of range. That we, we've seen him as the one at Southampton, mm. you know, from range, that kind of curling effort. Obviously, both, both feet he's, he's really good with. Um, spoke to A.D. Boothroyd afterwards, who um, thought that he, he, you know, he was... He was sure that he wanted to bring him into the 21s, even though he's only 17. It feels like a really good. Is there any discussion that goes him. on with the club of that decision? Or um, I don't know. I would have thought. No, I think just England probably would have just said, you know, this is this is where we want to call him up to. Maybe you know he might have sounded out some people. I must admit, I don't actually know. But I, I think just because he's, he's he's coming on for United every week, he's obviously of that level. Mm. He's had a great season in the age groups last season, scored a lot of goals. So I think. Boothroyd just wanted to see what he was like in the 21s. Listen, I, and maybe he could drop back down if, if, he, if they thought that was best mm. for him in, in future. But um, I think given his start to the season, it was a, you know, made sense for him to come with them. There's a, obviously a lot of excitement around Greenwood. I think when people talk about him, they talk about him as, as a generational talent mm. um, in his age group. Um, with the added pressure that's maybe placed on him this season at United with the, the lack of depth we have up top, mm. Does he strike you as someone that will will rise to that? Is not too fussed by it. Like, what 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 do you think about him as a? You, you hear that he's a he's a, a pretty driven individual. Um, yeah, not somebody that particularly pays much attention to outside pressures. Mm. He's a, he's a natural footballer, so I think the most um, the place he feels most at ease is on the pitch. Um, certainly know that. I think he wants to play more football. Um, you know, uh, he. Last season, for example, he was playing every week, playing 90 minutes. Um, this season, a bit of a different mm. for him, coming off the bench. I think he wanted to play, for example, in the EFL um, trophy game against uh, Rotherham. Um, but they said, listen, you're going to be in the, t- in the squad. It's kind of just, like you have to just yeah. hold him back a little a bit. A little bit, yeah. And, and obviously, it's, it's strange, I suppose, that he's only 17 and already we're sort of looking at him as somebody that can contribute to United's first team. Um, and maybe maybe that over the course of the season that will show you know with, experience with but. Tahith Chong and Angel Gomez we've seen them drop down come back up yeah. be involved in match day squads not but he's pretty much just stayed in that yeah. do you think he's the one that is is kind of set as a first team squad member almost I think now? probably already yeah just because you know how highly he's rated you, you listen to Solskjaer talk about him every time he's, he speaks about him he, he, he sort of you know waxes lyrical um, and I guess from a striker to another striker you know he's got that did he call him the best finisher at the club he called him recently. the most natural finisher the most natural yeah, yeah. I, I know it's probably similar kind of vibe but it's a small distinction because the, the question was out of Rashford and Marshall who's the better who's, <laughs> who's the most natural finisher and Solskjaer said um, it's, it's Greenwood um, which I suppose you can still that, 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 that is evident because he's, he's so young and he's, he's producing those finishes, you know, as we saw against Inter, wasn't it? The, the one in pre-season that just, you know, no thought to it, just mm. struck it so cleanly. Um, so I'm excited. I, I think I like what Solskjaer's doing in bringing through youth, giving them a, a, a pathway. That was, I think, the idea behind letting Sanchez go. It obviously got to a point where it wasn't a happy arrangement there. So whilst it might look like there isn't enough depth there and maybe that will still prove to be the case, at least it means that you've got the likes of Greenwood having an opportunity to play more. See, the, the Sanchez thing, I kind of, from, from the outside looking in with no knowledge of what goes on behind closed doors whatsoever, I felt that was more of a, we'd rather not have him around the squad kind of thing. If we're going to pay his wages yeah. for him to go us. Do you get... Do you have any insight on that 
what what kind of player he was or person he was around the camp. Was he good to be around? Like, was he bad to be around? Well, that's it. So we we did a piece on this um, on the Athletic, and you do speak to people. And from at the end of Arsenal, for example, mm. um, you get some quite critical comments about the fact he was a, a bit of a loner, didn't really associate with other people. Um, would kind of keep to himself after games would be kind of a bit annoyed if he had not scored but the team had won and vice versa if he'd scored but the team had lost he would be okay that's not always oh well when <laughs> losing but yeah. I mean when your team wins and you don't score many strikers get but the other flip flip reverse and I heard a lot of things like that with Arsenal as well yeah yeah but uh, it was just interesting that United were happy to pay his wages for him to play elsewhere and I know we weren't paying all of his wages but with just such a lack of depth yeah. I just felt there must be something else that we're not seeing. Well, I think it's just I think it's that idea that you've got this guy on a load of money that is is he, you know, is he going to be in the squad? Is he going to be happy at not being in the squad if mm. for example Mason Greenwood yeah. there? Um is that going to be a productive Was it true atmosphere? about a bust up in the training with them lot? I don't know. I mean, United I think United said no. Um I don't know if there's any kind of got to a point of an actual bust up, you know, maybe there's a robust conversation you can well picture that, can't you? But <laughs> I don't, that happens in training yeah. up and down the country every Personally, day. Personally, right? I've not any information to that end. Just, just the fact that it, it became a, a, a sort of fractious atmosphere with him and the cleanest thing to do was go out alone. You know, Inter wanted him, he wanted to go, let that happen. You know, he's not there anymore now. So players, I think certain players will point into his wages in terms of the contract negotiations mm. and saying, well, he's on this, this amount of money. Now he's not there and they've said, listen, that's not part of what we want to do anymore. You can, you so sort of, you see no way back for him? I just, I just don't see, you know, I mean, I know he's got two years, I think two years left on his contract next summer, which is crazy, really. Two years and about 300 million. <laughs> well, well, that's it. And I, you just you wonder how that then gets resolved. I yeah. think, you know, if, if, if it's going to be the case that, I think Solskjaer's made his mind up that he doesn't want him, he doesn't feel like he, he adds to the squad, he'd rather go a different way, mm. um, which is totally understandable. Solskjaer's still there. I don't see how that gets resolved. Same question for Smalling. Do you think, do you see a future for... Yeah, because he kind of was like, if I, if it goes well here, I'm might yeah, stay no, here. I can see that. There's an appeal there, isn't there? Rome, it's you know, great city. Um, you know, Serie A, different experience for him. I think similar. I get. I was under the impression that you know, Rojo, uh, Jones, and Smalling were all sort of available, depending on who wanted them, and Roma were the ones that came with the mm. best sort of offer. You know, I mean, I'm told they're taking all of his wages for the whole year, so you know, that's at least something for United to you know benefit from. More money off the wage bill. Yeah. Uh, we have. Brought that down quite a lot um, mm. this summer. Herrera, well, Herrera going, uh, Fellaini going in January, uh, Sanchez's half or mm. whatever it is, wages off it, Lukaku's off it. Mm. And the players we brought in, they're not the kind of players that demand mm. massive mm. wages. Um, do you think that is, we're going to see maybe a bit more added to that now with, with David De Gea? Um, are we closer to a contract? Yeah, it's difficult to say. I mean, I hear conflicting things. You know, I was under the impression that he might be open to, to sort of seeing what happens in January. You know, obviously he can start talking to um, European clubs in that end. Um, but then people close to him say, they know it's, it's almost done. You know, mm. I, I imagine that it's it's been almost done for a while now. So so the, the delay is just confusing. You know, if, if you're going to sign, sign. I bumped into him in a lift in <laughs> Singapore. And I just, we walked up to him and uh, we went, so have you signed or what? <laughs> and he just didn't didn't budge, didn't twitch, didn't do anything. Wow. So he's got a very strong Resolve, poker face. Yeah. If that's, I know, I know, I'm not, you know, the biggest, greatest interrogator, but <laughs> he just kept a stern face, and I was like, oh, he's giving nothing away. And we, 
I know his form's not great. Mm. Is um, is Moreno come out and defended him this week mm. um, and said you know he's, he's still trusting him, but mm. there has been a little bit of a dip in form, and you do worry is that the contract is it a decline in just him? Mm. Um, is it difficult to keep that level up? Do you have a yeah. personal opinion on? No, it's, it's tough. I've, I think you pick on a good point that clearly the contract negotiations might have played a part. You know, is his mind fully focused on United? It's, it's you know, lots of things mm. play, go into a player's mentality when they're on that pitch. Um, but I, I suppose, yeah, listen, he's been the best player, obviously voted the best player four out of six years or maybe more. I think he's been the um, one constant apart from the yeah. last 12 months since yeah. Fergie left. Yeah. So he's obviously, he's been had to, he's been dependent People have been depending on him for a long time. I guess that can take its toll, mm. even though he's only 28. You know, um, I certainly think um, the goalkeeping coach situation is interesting. Obviously, they brought Richard Hartis in um, over the summer, um, which I don't think was originally part of the plan. Um, but I guess they wanted to... He's good mates take... with Emilio, isn't it? Is it Emilio Yeah, Emilio Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah, yeah. So he was brought in um, when Mourinho was still here. Um, and I think, Alyssa, maybe that, that seemed like a, a good way of, of showing, you know, showing De Gea that United cared about him and wanted to make mm. his life in Manchester comfortable. Um, but obviously, maybe they also feel like they need you know, a head of coaching above that that you know, drives it a, diff- a, sort of a different direction. You, know, you, you can't always have people as your, as your friends necessarily yeah. coaching you. I guess you want a bit of creative friction, don't you? Um, so I don't know. I, I certainly know, he's, you know he, he works obviously very hard on his game. Um, I think the, the Palace one, the near post, we did an article on the Athletic where you know, a, goal, a goalkeeper talked us through why that actually wasn't uh, the howling error that it looked like. What did it, what, what, cause from, from the stands, mm. I saw bad. that and I thought, because we were trying to attack at that point, he just had one eye looking up, didn't really expect us to be on the receiving end and just took his eye off the ball. But what did someone that's in a much more... Well, yeah, so that I, I kind of agree with you on that. And just you hear this, shouldn't be beating at your near post thing. Um, he, he was just saying that when it's, uh, the, the shot was taken, it was, it was so close to the body. And that is actually the worst place for a goalkeeper to have it rather than sort of a bit out. But he's usually very good with his... Yeah, they said, so his, his legs were slightly differently positioned to uh, the save that he made against Ross Barkley against Chelsea. Um, just slightly more, I think, wider. So therefore, you know, I, I, the ball... He was more the, planted the trage- so he couldn't... Yeah, couldn't move as much. And the trajectory of the ball, just it was one of those... I mean, it was a good hit. You, and clearly, you'd, ideally, you're, you're saving that still. But it, the, the, the point of the piece was that it wasn't as bad as it perhaps looked... Um, I mean, perhaps, you know, the, the one thing I might look at is the Vestergaard header. Should De Gea come for that six yards out? OK, you want your centre-back to be winning headers, but then again, Lindelof has shown that in the air he's susceptible. Should a goalkeeper command his six-yard box a bit more? That's, that's perhaps one sort of area. For that is one thing that I've noticed about his, his game, even when he used to have his hard times. Yeah. He, he doesn't always look to commit to, to that, and that's yeah. why you do someone like Maguire in there. It's obviously yeah. great, but Lindelof needs to get better. There's two... Two jewels, important mm. jewels, is last in recent weeks, which have cost us points, unfortunately. Um, looking ahead towards Manchester United and Leicester now, before we started talking um, in front of the camera today, you mentioned that boy Tony Marshall. Um, mm. He was injured. Is he going to be available for the game? The sounds are that he is, uh, but it's difficult to say. I mean, um, yeah, I've actually not got any confirmation on that, but it, it, it sounded like it wasn't a major injury when he, when he did it. So you hope that it's OK. You Would know, he have been in the France to, squad? Um, uh, sorry I think to so. On, no, yeah, you have sprung that on me. <laughs> I don't actually know. I've, I, I would imagine so. Because Deschamps yeah, is a little bit... Unusual, isn't he's it? Not, I mean, he's Laporte not always is like, in the, is uh, in the France Lacazette squad. Lacazette wasn't um, either, was he? I'm not sure. They still call on Giroud. 
I mean, Giroud plays. Yeah, um, but I just I, I think Lacazette wasn't selected. Right. And Sorry. Benzema's always struggled to get to I, get in for whatever reasons as well. Yeah, it's a fu- yeah, it's a funny. He does make some odd decisions. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. But you, you hope with a couple of weeks out that he's. he's well, you, you've spoken to um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and I know we're going a little bit back now hmm. um, because it's been a while since he got his number nine shirt back. But you spoke to Ali about that. Yeah, and I'm intrigued to see what kind of work is going on between those guys: Rashford, Martial, Mason, and Ali. And does Ali see Martial as his number one, number nine now? Is it Rashford? What did, what did um, Southgate call Rashford this week? A wide... Yeah, I'm not sure the exact term, but he basically said that, yeah, he didn't actually feel like number nine was his best role. And, and Rashford think, didn't think that either. Do you think Ali's the same, of the same thought? I, I, think, I think so, yeah. I think Martial's his, his number nine that he would start if he's fit every week. Um, Rashford has that pace down the wing and, and has that ability mm. to cut in, cut back. Um, uh, yeah, and I think that he feels, he personally feels that he has more to offer in that channel as well. Um, I sort of looked at the way that they interlinked at Wolves. They, I thought that worked really well. Um, I mean, obviously Rashford crossed for Martial and he, he should have scored really the far post. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, certainly Solskjaer views Martial as his number nine. That's why he's giving him the shirt back. I think that was a conscious decision by him to sort of give him a bit of a confidence boost. It's sort of classic kind of managerial mm. man management, isn't it? That um, after sort of he got pushed to the side when Zlatan came in. Um, yeah, I would love for him to have a massive season. You know, you've kind of been waiting these few years. You forget the excitement. I felt excitement like that was that his season when we brought in Sanchez. That that was the season of Martial yeah. becoming that player. And he halfway through the season, ten goals, double double figures for assists. And yeah. you're thinking he's going to go on now. Then you've got the World Cup. He would have been a World Cup winner maybe. And mm. that was the moment. But hopefully now. He, d- he didn't score after that. Sanchez, yeah. he got let, dropped out of the team. Sanchez came in. He didn't. He didn't score. I know. That, I know. Full well because I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, why isn't he playing? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I would love for him to have a big season because I think he's got that quality. You, you, you think back to when he made his debut against Liverpool, that goal, the excitement that he brings with him. If he can get back to that. Did Ali touch on any targets? That he's saying? Uh, not. I don't think so. He, he basically well, he wanted him to score more scrappy goals. You know, he said, listen, if you can get five of them a season. So he, he set a target of five scrappy goals a season, which obviously hasn't been Rashford or Martial's you know, particular strength, sensing where to go. Sterling has made a brilliant last couple of seasons out of knowing where to run and providing the tapping. There's obviously a skill to that, as, as easy as it mm. looks. So that's what Solskjaer wants to bring out of those two. Martial's goal, was it against Chelsea, where he was in, in and around a six-yard box where he just got yeah, the finishing. Yeah, that yeah, was the kind yeah, of one you wouldn't yeah, see. But then yeah. against Wolves later, he wasn't keen enough to get on the end of that yeah. Rashford ball. But then when he slipped through, he smashes it in and you're just mm. thinking, he's such an incredible finisher in front of goal. I feel like what Rashford does well, Martial doesn't do enough in terms yeah. of his movement. Yeah. I feel like sometimes in between the lines, he could be a little bit better, a yeah. little bit yeah. on his toes. Yeah. Yeah. And whereas Rashford isn't the best in front of goal, Marcel's just cool, calm, and such a killer, and yeah. it's an interesting mix just to see how they're gonna they grow together. Because if Marcel sometimes pulls out and he's standing next to Rashford, and you're thinking, mm. who's in the box? Like mm. right now, I want to see one of these guys be like we were talking about earlier, one of those strikers that is really angry when they don't score mm. and their team wins. Because I just like 
remember Rude was just, <laughs> yeah, I haven't scored, we've won 5 0, <laughs> this is rubbish. Like, get me out. It was, that's what I wanted to see from yeah. my strikers, and it'd be great if, if, if Martial could get that in his system. Anything else that you want to add, or anything that we should look forward to in the athletic coming up? Remember, you can get it. The link is in the description below if you've not signed up yet. I've signed up as well. Um, be reading loads of different articles mm. to um, anything coming up. Well, we'll do. Yes, obviously, I'm, I'm at the Leicester game on Saturday, and we'll do. Uh, I think we'll do a little bit of Vardy versus Maguire. Obviously, they know each other from Leicester and the good friends, um, so that'd be quite fun. Um, just having a look at their relationship. So yeah, maybe have a look at that and see and see how Maguire might cope with Vardy's pace and, and what Vardy might try and do to get the better of Maguire. It's in a clip of uh, Maguire getting absolutely done by Jadon Sancho this week, which was. <laughs> Wasn't the greatest thing to see, but we'll be all right if Jaden's at United wearing our number seven hey, shirt it's, next it's year. Certainly interest, yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, if I had to say De Gea signing a contract, Larry Whitwell from the <laughs> Athletic, don't put me on the is spot, he going to sign one before the end of the year? Because he can speak to clubs in January. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I would have said no, you know, a couple of days ago. I've slightly changed my tune after conversations yesterday. So I'm, I'm sitting on the fence. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I feel <laughs> now that Sanchez is gone, uh. like you're saying, we may find it easier. I feel the whole Sanchez thing, maybe it's made Pogba think, you know, what's he doing? I probably deserve more money. De Gea the same. Herrera probably, uh, once he gets PSG in his ear and then yeah. he's got Sanchez there, he's thinking, I don't need this, I need more money. So I can see why that has caused issues. Another few good articles as well, non-United related. Check out the... Um, the one on throw-ins at Liverpool. I found interest. If you're a fan of football and just weird things, the throwing coach one's good. Uh, the Stephen Island interview is good as well. And also, uh, from a United perspective, uh, the Vidic interview with Andy Mitten's great as well. And make sure you're checking out Laurie's work on the weekend from United against Leicester. You got a prediction for the game? It's a tough one. It's a real tough one, you know, and I like what Leicester do. Um... I'd love to say United win, but I can see it being a score draw again. It's going to be tough, that one. We've yeah. got a tough run of fixtures coming up as depends, well. It depends who's fit, I suppose, obviously, with wan and, and Lingard as well. Sort of injury doubts. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm non-committal on lots of things. wan returned from international duty, right? Yeah, back injury. From the, the, carrying the, our defence, probably. <laughs> 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 wow. Apart from Maguire, but um, yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm worried by that game as well. They're um, the, the a team, Leicester. Draw. Yeah, Rodgers has got them playing well. You know, you saw them against Bournemouth. They're a team that seems to know what they're about. I mean, Tillman's was one I was surprised that United didn't try for because... From... I feel like something was in that with the Maguire. I felt like they probably we're... said... Leave off Tillman's, we um, can have Maguire. You can get Maguire. Hey, maybe like, it could be Because right those there. things... Might not happen in writing, but yeah, gentlemen's yeah. agreement. And... Yeah. But Madison, I think he's going to turn it on on the weekend. Well, this is his platform, isn't it? Yeah, um, to make a statement. Um, again, I really, really like him. You know, perhaps not the most up and down midfielder, but then you don't need to be when you've got that kind of delivery that he's got, the the, in, the sort of creativity and the the the, the, the um, vision on the pitch. Wouldn't mind Madison Sancho next summer. Um, yeah, guys, let us know what you're thinking in the comments below and everything we discussed today. And this video will be a regular one as well. So if you have a question for Laurie, um, who will be on regularly, maybe not every week, but someone from The Athletic uh, will be, then get in a question below for them. Uh, make sure you click in the link to subscribe to The Athletic. You on Twitter or anything like that? Yeah, just at Laurie Whitwell. Get on that as well. And uh, for now, we're out of here. Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.